Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 86th episode of the Mount Lockmore Podcast here presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. And of course, the Mount Lockmore Podcast and all the podcasts here at the Coda Sports Gambling Network are sponsored by Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is an alternative to the sugary energy drinks that make you get a boost of energy and crash quickly while also putting a lot of sugar in your body. Rogue Energy comes in four unique product lines to best suit your personal needs. They're low calorie, no sugar. Energy formula is the perfect alternative to sugary filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Their extreme uh, formula provides the most energy, focus, and sports performance possible. Their hydration line offers focus ingredients without the added caffeine. Drink it anytime you are thirsty. And finally, their shake formula is a delicious zero calorie energy milkshake. The thing that also makes Rogue Energy unique from other powder drinks is that it dissolves very quickly and you won't find any chalky textures in their drink. With over 10 different flavors to choose from, we at the Coda Sports Gambling Network definitely recommend Rogue Energy. Go to their website, www.rogueenergy.com. Use the promo code KOTA to receive 10% off your order. Again, rogueenergy.com and use the promo code KOTA. B-Russ, we welcome you on, man. How is it going here Tuesday? You had a hell of a Sunday. And uh, you got to be riding that high still, huh? Oh, I'm I'm on cloud nine. I mean, that Sunday was electric. The Chargers didn't pull their weight, or else I probably would have went nine and zero. I mean, I had the over in that game didn't hit because the Chargers scored six points. But I mean, I after the Saturday I had the Sunday I had was chef's kiss. <laughs> Primo, uh, as as they say. Uh, B-Ross, I had some Oblos, of course, uh, on Sunday. So I didn't get to watch a whole ton of, of football. Kind of sucked. I was uh, I caught the end of the Vikings game. I don't know if I should thank them or not thank them for, for going to overtime because my Oblos got done at three. So I was able to catch the, catch the end of the game. Uh, 94 yards in just over two minutes. Uh, Got to love that for the Vikings defense. And they go into overtime. KJ Osborne gets the win there. But um, obviously the Raiders, we got the Jags and the Raiders money line parlay that hit. Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. was awesome. So um, just kind of break it down. Anything stick out for, uh, to you uh, personally, B-Russ on Sunday there at all? I mean, obviously the Raiders, um, you know, after the week from hell that they had uh, for them to go out there and just focus on the game and get the job done. Um it was impressive. I obviously you love to see it as a Raiders fan. They're now tied for back tied for first. I mean, they had already, they were lost two in a row going into this week and then everything that happened with Gruden last week and they could have just, you know, mailed it in and it could have spiraled from here, but they go in and they, they really dominated Denver from start to finish. Uh, and I mean, you love to see it. It, uh, they got, it's going to get pretty interesting here soon. They got, uh, Philadelphia at home next week. Then they have a bye week. Then they get New York. They go to the giants, uh, week nine before they get Kansas city at home on Sunday night, in week 10. So they could, 
uh, be six and two heading into that Sunday night game. I mean, the Eagles and Giants are both bad. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see them lose that New York game, though, because that's just that's just a very Raiders game to lose. But, uh, you know, momentum for this team is uh, they turned it around. And I think this is uh, the start of their ascension back up. They were up and they were very down, as down as you could possibly be. And <laughs> now they're bad. starting and then they're starting their way back up. I, it's been a, a roller coaster season and we're only six weeks into it so i can only imagine what the next 12 weeks are gonna hold a lot of us be rusted the 31 other teams in the nfl uh, the fans we haven't had such a roller coaster uh as a season of course as as the vegas raiders but the vikes definitely have have been a roller coaster mm-hmm. of a year right three and three they're a couple seconds a couple made field goals away from being five and one hell they're a couple uh missed field goals away from being one and five so um a lot of interesting teams out there in the nfl uh, so far, of course, uh, the Bills and the Titans played there on Monday, but the Cardinals look like they're legit, obviously. Uh, the Bills look like they're legit, too. The Packers got the win, and, and the Rams just keep on moving. Of course, the Giants are trash. I think Daniel Jones is probably done there. I guess we'll see what the offseason brings. But, Viras, uh, here's here's your bets. Obviously, you, had a, a, you won 11.48 units there on Sunday. The two-way parlay helped, right? The two-way parlay did help, mm-hmm. plus 510. Still, you had to lay it on the line there. Uh, up 5.1 units there. You had to get the Raiders. And then, of course, who the hell knows what was going to happen there in London with Jacksonville, Miami. And B. Russ, I asked you this. It, it is, I thought Miami was kind of back. I thought the Dolphins are kind of back. They had two, uh, you know, they bring in Flores. Um, they, they have some receivers. Devontae Parker's still there. Uh, uh, is it Gaskins, right? The running back? Yeah. Now, and now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now they just, they lost, they, what? The Jaguars had lost, what, 20 in a row? Yeah. Uh, they lost to the Jaguars team, of course, not in U.S. soil. So does it count? I don't know. In the standings, they lost. So are, are the Dolphins maybe not not back? And maybe they weren't back. Maybe I'm thinking Maybe I'm thinking they were back and they weren't. I mean, they were right there to make the playoffs last year. And, yeah. you know, Tua gets hurt to start the season. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think he's the guy for them. Uh, I think it, they need to look elsewhere. But, yeah, I think it's just about the – just about done for them this season. Uh, I don't know if Flores is long for uh, sticking around, but uh, on the London side, where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? I had, I saw a tweet yesterday that, I mean, I think we should uh, adopt the NFL should adopt Mark or Mark Titus says, when an NFL team loses in London, they should have to stay and play all of their home games there until they win, at which point the team they beat replaces them and they have to stay until they win, and on and on it goes. I, that's a genius idea. That's what they should do for baseball to make baseball more interesting. You know, play some games in Mexico throughout the year, and then whoever, whoever loses has to stay. That's what they should do. Or how about they just play the games in Montreal and then whoever, you know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and they become the expos until like you, you get the jerseys and everything. Oh. You're the expos until until you, you win the series, dude. R.I.P. the expos, but the hat combo, the shirt, the jersey, and the pants like th- that was an all time mm-hmm. hat. It still is an all time hat. Yeah, I mean you see still see people wearing expos stuff. Um, but yes, or on Sunday, I have written down here, uh, Raiders back. So we already <laughs> talked about that. 
Let's go. Aaron Rodgers just rubbing it in Chicago's oh face that oh. he owns them. I mean, that's just so Do we have funny. any Bears fans at the network? I don't think we do. do we? Yeah. Uh, Von Fluchok is. Okay. Here. Is he? Okay. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that that was actually. I'm gonna text him. I'm gonna text him right now and ask him what he thinks about uh, Aaron Rodgers' comments, and then we'll hell yeah, we'll get a live reaction. But uh, I so that w- that was hilarious to me. And then oh. um, is are the Cardinals the best team in the NFL? Uh, who's who can beat them? I I don't know. Um, did you ever think that Kyler Murray could could be? He's got to be front runner. No, nah, Josh Allen's front runner, right? MVP. I think Murray's in front runner right now. Is he front runner? Is he front runner? Okay. I, I mean, in my in my opinion, yes, but I don't. I haven't looked at the odds. Okay, we'll see how quick our Twitter fingers or our Google fingers are here for for. Oh, okay, Lamar Jackson is near the top two. He he is having a pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and of course Dak. But yeah, Kyler right now, as of as of yesterday, Monday, uh, October eighteenth, Kyler plus three fifty, Josh Allen plus four fifty, Dak plus six fifty, Tom Brady plus seven hundred, Stafford plus eight hundred. Uh, Lamar Jackson plus eleven hundred. Um, these can't be updated. Might, sprinkle, can they? might have to sprinkle that. If that's oh, this is six fifteen on Monday morning. Okay, okay. Might have to sprinkle that. I, I don't hate that. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, granted, it's Patrick Mahomes, but plus sixteen hundred. I mean, the dude's freaking phenomenal. Uh, also, Herbert, I also, speaking of the Chiefs, I have written down here they're playing with fire right now. What? How? So? What do you mean by that? I mean, like, I didn't watch any of their game yesterday, but from what I've heard, like, from what I've heard and the highlights I saw, like, they, their first half was just awful. And then, you know, apparently Mahomes saved their season. I mean, you go, you're two and four going into who do they, I don't even know who they have next week. Um, but they go on the road to Washington and they look piss poor yeah. in, uh, they get, they're at the Titans next week. They get the, Giants at home, then they get the Packers at home. I mean, this is a tough stretch we're looking at here that they're looking at. They have at Titans, Giants at home. That's a win on Monday. God damn it. We got another NFC East on Monday night. Thanks. (laughs) They get the Packers. uh, They got to go to Las Vegas for Sunday night. They get the Cowboys at home. They get the Broncos at home. They get the Raiders at home. uh, At Chargers versus Steelers. I mean, they're, they lose that game yesterday, and the wheels are falling off there in Kansas, which I I personally just hate to see. I right, hate right, to see right, it. right. Yeah. A Raiders fan, you hate to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, we got a text back from uh, Von Fluchok. He said he should be fine, probably suspended for the rest of the season. Clear favoritism from the refs to not cause some sort of taunting. Okay, so he's going the big cat, the, the big cat route, suspended. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I know how to fix the Chiefs, B Russ. I know how to fix the Chiefs. There's a TikTok guy, also might have oh to. Oh my God. Also might be a brother of Patrick Mahomes. You got to get Jackson Mahomes out of there. You got. You cannot let him within 20, 30, 40, 60 miles of, of a stadium that his brother's playing in. This dude. You know, honestly, like I, I was thinking about this at work because that video is ridiculous. Him dancing on Sean Taylor's number. I, I, ridiculous. I, also, I will say though, I also think that he. I think I'm not with him, but I also think that he was put there and like, okay, you can't move. Like you have to stay in here. You know, we want you guys to stand here. And it was in the, and maybe he jumped over. I don't know the full story, but I still think there's something fishy about that. I, I don't think you have to put everything on, on Jackson, even though I hate him. No, but 
I was thinking about this in the power in the my disdain for the Mahomes's power rankings. I think it has to go. Honestly, I think Patrick's third. I, I think okay. it go, I think I think it goes Jackson, his wife, and then yes. Well, the mom's got to be there though. I don't. I haven't seen anything from the mom. I don't okay. know what she's. The mom is like DMing or emailing or trying to get a hold of the NFL to try and flip if a receiver like tips a ball in an interception or something like that. Oh, she's trying to make not, that it's not on. So it doesn't count against. Ah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got. Oh, be- I do. Rem- I do remember her getting mad at uh, Lewis Riddick last year for him calling her. For him calling Patrick Pat Mahomes all in his it's like his name's Pat his name's Patrick his name's <laughs> yes. Patrick yes um so yeah okay so your your power rankings for for Hayden listen Mahomes. and it's not saying it's not to say it's not to say I like I've made my thoughts on Patrick Mahomes very clear yeah but yeah. I don't think it's mostly on him I think it's more the media and the way they cover. I agree. Pat Mahomes and the way they treat him. He's a hell of a football player. He also plays for probably my most hated team. But, uh, yeah, it's not so much him and his Kermit voice or him putting ketchup on everything. It's the way the media covers him. But and no. it's really good. So I agree. I agree. Um, are, you, are, you, are you a ketchup person? Do you love ketchup or do you just like ketchup or do you hate ketchup? I'm, I like ketchup. I mean, I put okay. it on hot dogs but i'm not like out here putting it on everything he he puts on everything yeah Yeah. steak and all this stuff like come on bro he's what is he five yeah exactly exactly he's something else he's something else um you talked to me russ about tough schedules and and things like that and and while i believe the chiefs also have a very tough schedule check out the viking schedule here uh they have a bye here week seven they're three and three keep that in mind uh week eight the cowboys that's probably a loss, right? Week nine, Ravens. Yeah. That's got to be a loss. Week ten, the Chargers. I don't know. I don't know how, I, how you know the Chargers. You know that division a little better, obviously. But the Chargers just had a bad day on, on Sunday, or the Ravens that that good. Um, I mean, they went in there and they just hit. They hit him in the mouth. Lamar had a monster day. I don't. It's it's tough saying where they just off their game going across the country it yeah. it's remains to be seen i mean they from the first what was it four five weeks of the season they look like one of the best teams Unstoppable. In, in the nfl and then they go and they lay an egg like that on sunday but i this west is going to start to get very interesting very quick the i think the north afc north is going to get interesting too because what's going to go what's happening with baker i mean the yep. browns look like they're in disarray at the moment um i mean the ravens are far and away i think the best team in that league or in that division at this point and then you got the bills and then who the hell knows with the south like anybody could come out of the south at this point i think the titans are going to start to run away with it but they haven't looked great yep to start and yeah so but the obviously i'm very intrigued by what happens in the west but i think uh, objectively, the West is going to be extremely interesting with the Raiders and the Chargers sitting there in the first place, and then the Broncos and the Chiefs uh, sitting there in, I guess, tied for third. Um, but, yeah, the next next few weeks are going to be very, very interesting. No, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, and we look at the West here, um, B-Russ, again, I, I, this sucks. I, I'm not sure if these are updated or not. 
Um, the Chiefs cannot be plus 115 to win the division, right? I mean, they're only a game out. That's true. Okay, so so maybe this is the Chiefs plus 115, Chargers plus 155, Raiders plus 800, and the Broncos plus 1,600. You hitting the Raiders? You hitting the Raiders a little I, bit? I mean, I mean, I, I think I have to at this point, right? I, I, plus 800? I mean, they're coming off a huge win like that, and the only way to go now is up. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, then the next two, they got Eagles, the bye week, the Giants before they get uh, the Chiefs at home for Sunday. That place is going to be fucking bananas Oof. on that That's Sunday night game, dude. Boots on the ground? Boots on the ground? Uh, no, no boots on the ground, man. I got boots on the ground here in uh, uh, December. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna see the football team. Okay. D. Russ's <laughs> second boots uh, boots on the ground uh, tour this season. Of course, uh, the uh, the UFC gentleman Von Flu choke. Um, he's had he's getting boots on the ground. He was there in Cleveland uh, on Sunday, and then he's going to. Uh, I better not announce it because I don't UFC. think he has yet. Or has he? No. I can't um, remember. I, I listened to the last one. <laughs> I can't remember. Um. Anyways, he he was at Cleveland. Of course, and then uh, so B Russ and, and old uh, Von Flu Choke are killing it, boots on the ground. Um, real quick, go um, the Vikes schedule. Real quick, I just want to touch on this. They have a bye week this week. Cowboys week eight, Ravens week nine, Chargers week ten. I could see three losses there. Here comes the fourth loss: uh, Packers, Niners. Oh boy! And then week thirteen. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fucking. Yeah, that's it's brutal, dude. It, it, it's it's. It's not, it's not going to be easy for this squad. Uh, here they're sitting at three and three, 500, and they think, all right, all right, we're, we're, we're peaking. Yeah, they're feeling themselves, yeah. Yeah, they're feeling themselves. What, what do they have to do for Zim? Because I feel like Zimmer's got to be the next guy that goes, oh, right, 100%. like the next coach that's fired. What, what does he have to do in this stretch of games to not be fired? He's got to go 500. He has to win three out of six of those. So I don't know if that's even possible. Um, Where are those three wins coming from? Um, Niners, I, I Niners, it's on the road afternoon game on Fox. Uh, Niners is gonna have to be a win, and then you're have, you're gonna have to beat the Chargers in Week Ten, another Fox game in the afternoon, and then back to back road game. Like that's brutal, man. They yeah. Get, and the Packers the Cowboys make- on Sunday night, and then they get at Ravens, at Chargers, Packers at home. My goodness. Yeah. And then you're gonna have to get the Packers one too, because I don't see them, I don't see them beating the Ravens. I don't see them beating the Cowboys. So you're gonna have to split with the Packers, obviously, uh, for the season series. And then the final couple of games here at Lions, that should be a win, hopefully. Uh Steelers, that should who be a win. Steelers, who knows who knows with the Steelers? Yeah, I don't That's know. A Thursday that. night on a short week. Yeah. Like anything can happen on those anything can, games. Anything goes there. We'll see. And then the Bears and, and the Rams and then finishing off with the Packers and, and the Bears. So you have to split, obviously, with the Bears and the Packers. You just have to. If you can steal two from the Bears, that would be tremendous. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, this this team's got a lot of work to do. Uh, the bye week's coming at a – I don't know if the bye week's coming at a good time. Uh, coming off a win like that, uh, I guess a bye week could have been the first week B rest for this team, and I, I don't know if that would have been a good time either. So um, we'll we'll see. Three and three, B rest has the Raiders. Both our squads got wins uh, on Sunday, so we have to be happy about that, right? Even though I'm mm-hmm. I'm calling for Zimmer's head already. So um, yeah, it feels good. And B rest had a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. So B rest again. Anything else you want to add uh, from Sunday that that kind of stood out to you at, at all or not? Did you see? Uh, 
Did you see DK Metcalf and uh, Shannon Sharp going on at it on Twitter uh, at each other? I'm not now. Mm-mm. Okay. So, um, uh, of course, I should pull up the tweets uh, so I can get them um, correct and give everybody the correct information because I did see some stuff on Twitter, some mentions. Uh, I must be some either somebody's burner account or um, just some random person in Deadwood, but they they got on Kyle for for messing up the uh, uh, was it Syracuse was it Syracuse that put up a bunch of points and Kyle said they hadn't been scoring all season. Yeah. But yeah, so so again, we have the correct information here. Here we go. So um, this was at uh, on Monday. Uh, no, sorry, Sunday night. Um, DK Metcalf, he again, I didn't watch the Sunday night game, so I can't really tell what this was about. But Shannon Sharp said, What was DK thinking? Why well, try to play hero, hero ball in that situation? And then uh, early morning, DK's up early in the morning, 6 47 a.m. on Monday. DK go quote tweets it and goes, Stop questioning me, little boy. And then Shannon, Shannon Sharp goes, nothing to question. That was dumb ass play. And your pride won't let you admit it. You can't question anything I've done. Pray for your resume will be as complete as mine. Pray. Enjoy the rest of your day. And <coughs> all DK says was, from the looks of it, I can wipe my, uh, wipe my shit, the shit emoji, uh, with yours. Continue to gossip, you washed up wannabe. So uh, it's always fun when, when you see former players going at it with present players. But, um, so I used to follow Shannon Sharp. I, you know, enjoyed it, enjoyed what he brought to the table with, you know, uh, whatever, Undisputed or whatever. But yep. lately he's just been the – he's been the Magic Johnson of the NFL <laughs> in terms of tw- on Twitter. Like he just points out like the most obvious stuff. And I'm just like, yep. all right, this is – what are we doing here? Like he's just like, – pointing out random stuff in the middle of the game and i'm just okay this is this is enough of this. I'm <laughs> over it all right b is over it boom and we are over sunday uh football just like that week six in the books and we look to week seven of course or no is it week seven no yeah it's yeah. week seven coming up yep yep all right so here we go b obviously you had it like we said an awesome day on sunday but how was your saturday how, how was your college football <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little rough um i started out was it two and one on the day uh cincinnati covering um let's see here i'll pull it up real quick cincinnati I, I, covered uh, i should be put on blast I, too for thinking the lions could could win a football game so yeah that's true yeah that's, that's not wrong i had a seven-way parlay that you know I, it was a little shot out there but <laughs> um i mean Oklahoma State getting the win, the yeah. over missing by I think I think it was up three points at that point. But I started out two and one, and I think I lost like seven in a row, and then bounced back, won three in a row. Who won the lock off? You won the lock off, Russ. Go Falcons. <laughs> B Russ is Let's one and is one and zero in the lock off, and he's one and zero in the in the NHL parlay. So uh, a lot of Let's things go. going Russ's way. That's right. Um, I mean, Arizona State, what are you doing? I went to bed and they were up 21 to 7. And then I checked the score that they just got their teeth kicked in in that second half. Just killed. Just straight Ridiculous. up. Ridiculous. Uh, I mean, Boston Boston College wasn't even close. Yeah. Army was close. They had a fun, they fumbled that ball as they were go, they were had a drive to go win the game. And they fumbled the ball and Wisconsin. Ah. Like I, I had army was right there, man. Army was right there. Your arms, they were in your arms. But I mean, and then we got to, we have to talk about Kentucky and what the hell were they doing? 
I still don't, I still don't believe their head coach's comments after the game. He's like, you know, we're just playing, we're playing football, right? We want to get a score. We, we, we want to continue to play our hearts out and, and show and show the committee uh, what we're all about. And, but at the end of the day, like why score, you know, stuff like that. So uh, obviously Georgia. It's not why score. It's not even that. It's not even that they had, that was an 11 minute, 22 play drive. True. Like true. that's not, when have you ever, when, have you ever been like, all right, we're going to hold this ball for an entire quarter. That's not what you'd like to just go out of your way and hold the ball like that. And then they score with four seconds left. Yep. The over it, like we had missed extra points, blocked extra points, missed field goals, blocked field goals. The over miss Georgia ended up not covering. I mean, the 11 play drive. I, at one point I was sitting there, I think there was like seven minutes left in the game and they Kentucky had like a third and eight or something like that. I was like, all right, Georgia's get a stop here. They go down score. Yep. Easy cover hit the over bada bing, bada boom. No, they continue to hold on to the ball for another seven minutes and run like 18 more plays. Yep. The, uh, the worst thing to be Russ, that, that score, their final score was a one yard passing touchdown. Yeah. A one yard passing touchdown. <laughs> Unbelievable. Somebody had money Just- on that. In that and that coaching staff, somebody did. they even said they even said like in the broadcast, Vern and uh, Gary were like, "Oh, this is <laughs> this play is huge to a lot of people." Yeah, and I was There'll like, be, "Yes, I am one of those people. I am one of those." We people. are well aware. There'll be a day, B Russ, when announcers can, are are just straight up like, "All right, here here's the line. Here's what they have to do yeah. to get the cover." Instead of just like hint, pretty much hint, you know, saying it without actually saying it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, again, eleven. What what good does that do anybody? Like, what you want to build confidence for next week? Sure, you build confidence by running your actual offense, not yeah. by running this slow tempo, <laughs> chew clock, yeah, NCA fourteen stuff that we're doing here. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. All right, so Virus was up and down uh, on Saturday, and uh, same with me. I finished eight and eight, started one and four, uh, four and two, kind of into the late slate there. And then uh, they didn't finish the hottest, but still finished 500, eight and eight, not terrible. That's where the Vikes are at. Boston College looked lost against NC State. That one hurt. And uh, here's kind of what else happened, B Russ, in the top 25 as we as we could talk about, you know, the the, the playoffs, the college football playoffs. Purdue um, got beat, but they did cover plus 11 against Iowa. I know Kyle and DJ and Soup, and I'm sure B Russ and everybody else in the college football has been saying it. You know, Iowa's offense isn't good. It's not anything to, to uh, cheer rah-rah about, and, and that was on display there against Purdue. They didn't, they didn't get their four turnovers a game, so they – That's Yeah, that's true. So they can't – yeah, yeah, that, this is true. Um, obviously, Georgia won but didn't cover against number 15, uh, Kentucky. Missouri plus 11.5 was such a trap. I didn't take it, but they ended up losing to uh, Texas A&M. Uh, big there. T- Texas A&M was up huge uh, in that first half. UTSA uh, ranked the top 25 for the first time ever, I believe. And they beat Rice 45 to zero. Bama throttled Mississippi State. OU covered and beat TCU. Uh, the over hit by like 20 points uh, in that game. So after all that happened on Saturday, here's your AP poll top 10 uh, B Russ that we found out on Monday. Georgia, since he's up a spot to number two, you have Oklahoma up a spot to three, Bama four, Ohio State five. Michigan State's up two spots to six, or Michigan, sorry. Uh, then Penn State, Oklahoma State up four spots. Then you have Michigan State and Oregon to round out the top 10. So, Beerus, 
a couple questions here, and then we'll obviously hear uh, as of right now, Tuesday, October 19th, who you think the four uh, should be in the playoff uh, as it stands right now on Tuesday. But B-Russ, if it does come down to Ohio State and Oregon for one of those spots, maybe that final spot, who do you take? I mean, you have to take Oregon, don't you? I, I think that's a, I, I don't, that's 100% correct. I've just seen people think that Ohio State should jump them. Okay, so I can see why people would say Ohio State because if you look at the rest of their – like Oregon's schedule is trash oh, it's so bad. the rest of the way out. So Ohio State, to end the season, they have one, two, three, four top 25 games the next six weeks, and in, including three top 10 – potential top 10 matchups uh, to close out the season. So – could see people's argument for saying, oh, well, Ohio State has this, you know, early in the season, different team now. And, uh, you know, it's three top 10 wins or whatever, four top 25 wins to close out the season. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Oregon beat them. Yeah, they straight up beat them. Yeah, what was that, week two? <clears throat> yeah. Week two, yeah, they straight up beat them. Uh, you look at the Ducks, their schedule – not one top 25 team uh, in the remaining six games here, B-Russ. You have UCLA, that's teetering, obviously. Colorado, Washington, Washington State, who just fired their coach. You have Utah, the Utes, and then you have uh, the, the Beebs, right? The Oregon State Beavers. That's always mm -hmm. a big game, too. So, yeah, if you go off resume, Ohio State should probably be ahead of the Ducks. But at the end of the day, the Ducks, the Ducks beat the Buckeyes, right? So, uh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see what happens. But – we say all that to say Oregon is going to Oregon this at some point. At some point, they always love to lose a game that they're not yeah. supposed to lose. Yep. I mean, does Oregon State's look decent so far this season? I mean, a game I could absolutely see them lose. I mean, you, they got to go to Utah. They got to go to Washington, which aren't easy places to play. Who the hell knows which UCLA team is going to show up yep. uh, next week? Uh I mean, they got to go to the Rose Bowl. It's they're going to, I think Oregon is going to do it to themselves and, you know, kind of, hey, lose another game and then they're out. Pac 12 is out. Um, so obviously, Georgia, I don't, Georgia's not losing again. No, no. Georgia's just look dominant. That defense is nasty. Uh, I think Oklahoma has found life with Caleb Williams at quarterback. So, I see that. I mean, I think it's going to come down to them and Oklahoma State sitting right there. I mean, Oklahoma State, they haven't won games like, you know, pretty. They, they haven't had pretty wins. They've kind of had to come back and they've had ugly wins. And their defense is kind of doing the job for them this year as opposed to normally being their offense. Um, I mean, if we go back to the preseason episode of the college football show, I believe somebody on that show said Georgia, Cincinnati, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. I believe I don't so. know who said that. I don't know. I don't know who said that, <laughs> but as it sits right now, somebody is it's looking look, pretty good. Is looking really good. B Russ, there's 15 teams uh, here that I have that have at least a 2% chance to make a college football playoff. Georgia. 7-0, 90%. Oklahoma, 7-0, 62%. Cincinnati, 6-0, 61%. Bama, 6-1, 59%. Michigan, 6-0, 38%. Ohio State, 5-1, 36%. Pitt, 
15%. They're five and one. Uh, Michigan State, seven and oh, 10%. The Irish, five and one, 5%. Penn State, five and one, 5%. Iowa, six and one, 4%. Um, Coastal Carolina, six and oh, 4%. Ole Miss, five and one, 2%. Clemson, four and two, 2%. Iowa State, four and two, 2%. Um, so be us right now, Tuesday, October 19th, what, six weeks left, seven weeks left of the season, of course, if you're counting conference champions uh, weekend. Who are your top four, Beerus? Who are your four? If the playoffs were Wednesday, who, who are the four that making it? Uh, it has to be, I mean, it's Georgia, Cincinnati. I think it's Oklahoma. And I, I, I hate, hate to say this, but Michigan's the fourth team. All right. Yeah. Even though I don't think that they're, I don't think that they, them and Michigan State are kind of like very, are very similar teams in the fact that they are both undefeated. They're both top 10, but they haven't beat any, they haven't beat anybody. Like, yeah. We're going to find out in a couple of weeks because October 30th is going to be a huge day for that, or that uh, Big Ten East because we have Ohio State and Penn State and we have Michigan, Michigan State. So it, that, is going to be a huge, huge week coming up uh, in a couple of weeks for the Big Ten East. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's Halloween uh, weekend, obviously, as well. And then that next weekend, too, there's a lot of big games, not only in the Big Ten, uh, but just kind of throughout uh, of the nation. So it should be – it's setting up to be a wonderful, wonderful end of the college football season. I, I agree mm-hmm. with you there, B-Russ, too. I, I think, obviously, Georgia, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, that fourth team, though, that fourth team, man, you, you got Michigan State – I know Michigan State doesn't really have any good wins either. Uh, they beat Northwestern. They beat Youngstown State. They beat Miami. They beat Nebraska. They beat Western Kentucky. They beat Rutgers, and they beat Indiana 20-15 to 15 recently. Um, I'll throw Michigan State in there. 7-0, I'll throw Michigan State. So those are my – you'll take Michigan. I'll take Michigan State. We have the same top three, and, and we'll roll with that for, for the playoff. For now, be us. For now, we got a long way to go. Um, we, we have a yes. I think chaos, I think I think chaos is going to reign here in the next few weeks. I, I hope so because there has been chaos, right? The first uh, handful yeah. of, of weeks, there's been a hell of a lot of chaos. I just hope that we didn't. I see think I read chaos. that like forty top twenty-five teams have lost this year. Forty-seven, I think. Yeah. Forty-seven. I think that's that's a, that's a shit ton of te- that's shit ton of teams. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's 47 now, uh, which is a shitload of teams, a shitload of teams. So uh, again, like I said, I hope the chaos doesn't, doesn't, isn't early, isn't front loaded and we get it throughout the year and uh, shapes up to be a, a, an awesome season. I just don't think George is going to lose. Right. And I think B-Russ, you agree with me on that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There They're we go. not going to lose that defense. I mean, it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Stetson Bennett, JT Daniel, me, that defense is just <laughs> going to carry the day. Um, and they got dudes, uh, that can run the ball. So it's, you know, they're easily, easily the best team in the country. I don't care if soup is on mushrooms, if he's, uh, drinking presses down by the Duluth, uh, beaches, he could play quarterback and Georgia could still win. So there we go. That that's how good that team is all around special teams, defense and offense. Um, Awesome. Noticing those 15 teams to be us that have at least a 2% chance to make the playoffs. According to ESPN, I did not mention the ducks did not mention the ducks in there. They're not on that list. So there we go. No shit. Are you serious? I didn't, I did not notice that. I'm dead serious. Did not, did not mention 
the Ducks. Again, Georgia, Oklahoma, Cincy, Bama, Michigan, Ohio State, Pitt, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Penn State, Iowa, uh, Coastal Carolina, Ole Miss, Clemson. It disgusts me that Pitt, that we're talking about Pitt. And yeah, five six, and one, baby. Eight, seven weeks into the season. Five and one, baby. Oh, five my gosh. Five I saw somebody, this uh, West Virginia account blog I follow, uh, they said if Pitt is 11 and one going into the ACC championship, they should let West Virginia play them just for, <laughs> just for some revenge. Yes. Set it up right now. Let's get it on the books. I love it. Uh, awesome. All right, B Russ. Well, of course uh, I could talk football. You could talk football. We could talk football for hours and hours and episodes and episodes, but the NBA love it or not. Pumba's so excited that the NBA is back. Uh, not he uh, hates the NBA. He hates, he loves basketball. He just hates the NBA. So NBA is back here. B Russ, of course, it started two or it starts tonight, man. We got two games. The Nets taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. The Nets on the road, minus one and a half, over under 237 and a half. Then the late uh, tip off, we have the Warriors facing off against the Lakers. Lakers at home, minus three and a half, over under 228. B Russ, I know you have some other uh, seasonal bets that, that you want to make, but uh, anything that you like here for these first two games to open the season? I love Milwaukee money line. Uh, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, obviously Boehner raising night. I think they're going to be playing with a lot of emotion. Uh, I don't know what to expect from Brooklyn. I mean, Kyrie's not playing until, you know, he gets vaccinated or whatever. Yeah. I also love the over in that one. I love uh, the over in the Golden State Lakers game. And I also love LeBron over 37 points, rebounds, and assists. Okay. All right. I like it. Um, I'm on the other side, B Russ. I like the Nets minus one and a half. No Kyrie. I think they'll play a little better. Uh, KD will steal the show. I just think the Bucks, um, the banner it, raising is just going to suck. I don't know. I, I just, I just think they're not going to perform as well. They're going to be like, all right, we won the ship last year. Nets are going to come no, out. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. I did this last week. I took the lightning. I'm flipping. <laughs> hey, he's <Nets>. okay. <laughs> All right. Be Russ on the nets, nets. now. <laughs> yep. All right. So we're both on the nets. That that's the only reason because I just think the Bucks are going to come out. You know. All right. We've accomplished what we accomplished last year. Have a night off. Nets are going to be pissed because they think it should have been them. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the nets minus one and a half. Also like the over two thirty seven. I like both overs here. Be Russ. So I'm going to parlay them and hammer that yes. little yeah a little parlay uh action on the overs there and then um oh. is clay playing i don't think so Do we know what Clay's status is i don't think so that's a great question he can't be playing right he's still got to be let's see he is going to play he is i think thank god well, yeah. I was looking at like props and stuff, and I didn't see him anywhere. Okay, uh, Steph Curry excited for Clay Thompson's return from unfair injuries. So, um, I guess to me that headline reads that Clay Thompson's going to play, which means now I'm going to switch my pick and take the Warriors plus three and a half. <laughs> all right, all right, all because of a guy who hasn't played in two years. Correct, but he could shoot the lights out. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's true. I hope after all these unfair injuries, you don't forget how to shoot a basketball. So I'm going to take the Warriors plus three and a half on the road. Like I said, I like the over there to 228. Um, I'll obviously take both overs and then I'll also parlay both overs and, and roll with that. Heck, I might even parlay the Nets minus one and a half and the Warriors plus three and a half and just make a whole parlay night. Let's have some fun. Love it. Love it. Let's have some fun. Um, B-Russ, throughout the rest of the week, of course, 
Uh, oh, first, let's go. You, you have some win totals. I have one win total that I really like here. And we can talk some title odds as well. I also have a trivia, NBA trivia question here to for you too, B-Russ. So what do you like uh, as far as win totals, uh, MVP odds, and, and of course the champ, champ odds? Um, obviously, I love Golden State. I, I just made fun of you for thinking that, you know, Clay <laughs> is going to change the whole thing. I think I do think that Clay coming back is going to be huge for them. Uh, it's another guy who's going to pour in 20, 20-ish a game. Uh, yep. He plays saw, like great defense, three and D guy to to the max, and I just love Clay Thompson. Like I, you know, when the Cavs and the Warriors were going through their thing, I hated him, but you know, stepping back and I like he's just a funny dude. Like yeah, funny. Top, one of him and Kawhi are two of the funniest people in the NBA. Absolutely, I love uh, the Cavs over twenty six and a half. I think that the young core is going to come together. They're going to be monstrous defensively. Like, good luck getting into the paint against them with Mobley and Jared Allen. Uh, you know, is Sext- Sexton's going to take another step, I think. I think Garland's going to continue to take steps. And uh, the pieces around them are, you know, they're starting to build something again. We'll see. They haven't done anything without LeBron there. So it'll be an interesting season. Uh, I think Phoenix under 51 and a half wins. Um, I just think they regress a little bit. I'm not going to say they, you know, win like 40, 41 games. I still think they're a 48, 49 win team. But I do think they take a little bit of a step back after losing the uh, finals last year. I like the Clippers over 42 and a half. I know Kawhi is, we're not sure when he's going to be back from offseason knee surgery. But over 42 and a half, I mean, this team's too good to, you know, not win 43 or more games uh that's barely 500 over 500 i'll take that all day and then chicago under 42 and a half i just don't know how these pieces are going to gel together i also told my friend on draft night that the Cavs were going to have more wins than the bulls so uh take that for what it's worth uh i don't believe in lonzo and i don't even who else did they sign uh the kid from uh the lakers the bald white kid um oh caruso yes caruso yep oh and, and they, they got, got DeMar DeRozan, uh, DeRozan, right? DeMar DeRozan. yep yeah um but i mean he's aging i don't know what uh you know what we're gonna get out of them and levine i mean levine's gonna be the star of that team yeah there's no doubt about that but what's lonzo gonna do what's DeRozan gonna do so i mean give me 41 and 41 and let's call it a day okay all right. I like it. Uh, I have some win totals here that I like as well. Um, let's see. I like the, um, oh, I had them pulled out here. Uh, the Pelicans. I love them under 39 and a half wins. I just think Zion Williamson and that crew is just not going to gel together well again this year. I, I think Zion wants out uh, of New Orleans, and I'm going to take them under 39 and a half wins for that. I also like the OKC Thunder, and is it Josh Giddy? I'll take that over 23 and a half. I think uh, he has a solid year. Uh, rookie of the year candidate. I think I might have to sprinkle some of that. So I'll take the thunder over 23 and a half wins. I'm going to take the magic under 22 and a half wins. I think the magic are going to be very, very bad. I think they get to maybe like 16, 18 wins. So I'm going to get to uh, the under 22 and a half there. The Timberwolves 35 and a half. Very interesting number. Very interesting number. I'm going to take the under on the wolves 35 and a half. I'm going to roll with the under. 
I'm going to be cheering for wins, of course, every single night they play, but I just think that they suck, and I'm going to take them under 35 and a half. So there we go. My plays, and then did I have one other one? I like the Mavericks under 48 and a half wins, too. So those are my couple plays. Don't hate those. Um, B Russ, some futures, though. Title odds. You mentioned the Warriors. Um, anyone else you're looking at? Because I, I like I like the Nuggets. I like the Nuggets. Jamal Murray coming back. I also I have the Nuggets written down there plus two thousand. I mean that's yep, yep. for a team that has made the conference finals the last couple years. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, or not? They didn't make it last year, but uh, I mean, they had the MVP, reigning MVP on their team. Murray's coming back, like you said, like plus two thousand. It's almost stupid to not put any money on them just yep. i mean at, at those odds yeah absolutely and uh right the joker and uh, he's electric and uh mm -hmm. so that, that should be another fun team to watch and aaron gordon got the bag i won't season. be able to watch any of them but yeah that's true they'll be blacked out we all, we also have to get that too league pass so yeah uh, we'll get mm -hmm. on that but yeah that'll, that'll suck for b russ for them to be blacked out and then uh, i'm gonna take one eastern conference team uh, as well one west one east I'm going to roll with the Hawks. I know the Hawks were probably kind of like a one-and-done team. It was like a magical season last year. But Trey Young, uh, another young core, comes back with another season under their belt. Um, and a weak, weaker Eastern Conference, I think, this year. I'm going to take the Hawks here. I can get them. I'm looking at it right now, uh, plus 3,500. So I'm going to take the Hawks, sprinkle a little of that, and the Nuggets be us for my, for my plays there. I have a joke one written down. I put dot, 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 LOL after this one. Can I guess? Uh, can I guess quick? Okay. <laughs> give me is it west or east conference west um the kings no it was like it's somebody who's up there but i just don't think this team will ever get it done the mavericks now it's the jazz oh, okay i I, <laughs> I almost have to hit the jazz like every season i'm like i just should hit it for a little bit but they'll never get it done like you said no, they'll never get it done. They'll get bounced in the first or second round as, yep. as the one seed. I think they have like one of the highest win total over unders in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Oh uh, yeah, they uh, have. But I also uh, have let's see, like 52 and a half or something like that. Yep, 52 and a half, and above them is the Nets at 56 and a half, and the Bucks at 54 and a half. Yeah, um, but I have the Nuggets written down for all the reasons you said. Murray's coming back, Joker. I just. I enjoy watching this team when I can watch them. Yep. Um, and then one that, I mean, the defending champs are at plus 900. Like, I feel that's pretty good odds for being the defending champs. Like, they, they're just going to run it back. They have the same team. I, why not? Like, plus 900, give me, give me a little bit on the Bucks too. Okay, I like that. Um, the Suns, B-Russ, it came out on Monday that DeAndre Ayton couldn't reach a deal uh extension i should say on his rookie deal uh we looking into that too much or is that a concern for phoenix i they're going to be tied up in the cap here real quick that they uh, are, yeah. between booker they just extended mikhail bridges yeah uh, you got cp3 i where are they going to find the money for Aiden? yep no i agree i agree i agree he was a huge part though be playing chris hall like 50 million dollars a year yeah, ridiculous. And, and point, how old yeah. he is? What, thirty-seven or whatever he is? Yeah, I mean, he was. Aiton was a big part of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know where they're going to find the money for, you know, to extend him. No, I agree. I agree completely. I think the Suns kind of have a down year uh, this season. They'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they'll get anywhere close to where where they finished last year. So, 
Um, anything else, B-Russ, that you had? I got some. You got any, M- MVP? You got any MVP? Um, you you go first here. Okay, I, I mean these, the defending, reigning MVP, at plus fifteen hundred. Again, you just have I. You just gotta. He's right? the reigning MVP. You have to, and I think LeBron sitting there. I think he's going to be more of a distributor than he has been, and he already is a elite all-time passer but he's going to continue to I mean with Russ there now you got they added mellow uh so I think his assists are just going to continue to go up I think he's going to average probably 11 12 I think he could have like a 20 12 and 7 or 8 kind of season and I think that you know could push him into MVP winning that fifth MVP yeah I like that. Uh, I still don't believe, or I don't know how Russell Wilson or Wilson, Jesus Christ, uh, how Russell Westbrook uh, is on this list at plus 2,500. I cannot yeah. believe that he is above like Anthony Davis, Paul, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Zion, Ja Morant it is below him at plus 5,000. Kind of, kind of, kind of weird that uh, Westbrook there is sitting there at plus 2,500. Uh, my pick Kilo B Russ. I, I, I like Joel Embiid at plus 700. I just think that, Everything that's going on with Simmons, yeah, is he going to report to training camp? I, I believe he did. Uh, I just think that Embiid's going to get pissed off. He's like, all right, enough of this. Either in or you're out, and whether you're in or you're out, I- I'm going to go out and ball out, and, and Embiid's going to have a big year, I think. So I like that at plus 700. I mean, you runner-up, you can't hate that. Um, yeah. Yeah, what do you got for rookie of the year? All right, so rookie of the year, I- I'm big I- I'm big on this kid. Uh, Josh Giddy, Oklahoma City plus 3,000, baby. Give it to me. Uh, I might even sprinkle a little more, you know, everyone says you got to sprinkle a little bit of that, maybe a unit on it. We'll, we'll kind of see, but I'm big on Josh Giddy. He's near the middle of the pack when it comes to rookie of the year numbers, Cade Cunningham, Detroit plus 250, Jalen Green, Houston plus 300, Jalen Suggs, Orlando plus 750, Scotty Barnes, Toronto plus 1800, Evan Mobley, of course, B Russ's guy, Cleveland plus 1800. Uh, then you have someone named Alfarine Sagoon from Houston plus 1400. Davion Mitchell, Sacramento, plus 1,800. Jonathan Kaminga, Golden State, at plus 1,800. And James Booknight, plus 2,500. And then you have Josh Giddy as well from Oklahoma City, plus 2,500. So I'm going to hit Josh Giddy. I like that. And again, that's not even like an out-of-left-field play. I, I just think that he has a good chance uh, of performing well this season and have, having a shot at, at getting this award. Uh, my second choice, I'm going to go with Jalen Suggs. Minnesota kid, uh, going to be watching him down in Orlando, plus 750. Coming from Gonzaga, we can see what he does. Uh, he can shoot the ball. He hustles. This dude hustles his ass off. So I'm going to take him to at plus 750. I mean, I got to sprinkle a little something on Evan Mobley, I feel like. Uh, I, yeah, duh. I was hoping you would, yeah. I, I like I that. I have to. Absolutely. Plus, 1800, or plus 800, I should say. Top number five uh, on this list for rookie of the year. That's going to be mm-hmm. a – that's going to be a good backcourt there, B-Russ. Or not backcourt, but a good Cavs team, I should Frontcourt. say. With Sexton, Garland, yeah. and Mobley. And Jared Allen. And if Kevin Love comes Jared back. Jared Allen and Kevin Love coming off the bench. My my man, Chetty Osman. And J- running, Jack Harlow. One the three there. <laughs> did you see, yeah, did, that's true. Yeah. Did you see that tweet by Harlow? <laughs> uh, no. That, uh, you have a guy that looks like Jack Harlow on the Cavs. He starts with uh, – it's Dwayne or something. Oh, uh, um. Dean Wade. Dean Wade. Dean Wade. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. dude looks exactly like Jack Harlow. And I don't know if it was the NBA TNT or just the Cleveland Cavs Twitter account, but 
but they like tweeted out a picture of uh, Dean Wade and it was, uh, it was him shooting a basketball and Jack Harlow quote tweets it and goes, bitch, is that me? Question mark. <laughs> Dude, I said it on the last show. What was it? A couple shows ago when we were at, you asked me, you know, who, who would I want to podcast with? But that, that dude is the funniest dude motherfucker. Like I watched yeah. that uh, the chicken the chicken dinner or whatever one. Yes, it dude. was. The, like, yeah, <laughs> dude, that one was so funny. Oh my gosh! Again, if you haven't seen it, I told I, I told B Russ this. I told him uh, about it a couple of shows ago. Look up Jack Harlow chicken shop date. Uh, Amelia D Moldenberg it has five point six million views. Yeah. It was published a month ago. It is the funniest thing that I think I've ever seen. So damn funny. I mean, I think they both have the same sense of humor. So, yes. and she's just leaning into his humor, yep. and it's it, there's also some some innuendo going on. Yeah, there it, is. It's, it's so it's so funny. It, it's so funny. So again, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Jack Harlow Chicken Shop Date, uh, so damn funny on YouTube. Um, B Russ, the season NBA season, of course, opens up tonight. So that'll be fun. We got two games we talked about, but anything else uh, you, you're thinking uh, basketball wise? Maybe a little table tennis. What other plays you got for this week? Um, I do like the over 59 and a half in the, uh, coastal app state game on Wednesday night. And I also like SMU, who I think is an underrated team. And at the AAC, they played Tulane on Thursday night. I like them minus 13 and a half. All right. I like it. Kind of a weird college football, uh, weekend here. There's only, let's see here. There's a game Wednesday, game Thursday, three games, third, four games Thursday, and uh, let's see, four games Friday. So uh, <clears throat> jam-packed end of the week uh, to start your Saturday of football. I also like the over 59 and a half Coastal Carolina going on the road to App State 4-2. Coastal, of course, 6-0. and I like over 59 and a half there. And then I have two NBA plays for Wednesday. I like the Wolves um, minus five and a half. And then I'll take the over as well, 227 and a half. I just think they come out. They played a lot of high-scoring games last season. I think there's a lot of energy, a lot of hype around this team uh, in Minneapolis. No Ben Simmons, of course. He might still be on the way. We don't know that for sure. But uh, big year for the Wolves. It has to be a big year for the Wolves. Or, or again, they're, they're going to be looking for somebody else to either coach this team or some cat's going to be gone. D'Lo's going to be gone. Somebody is going to be gone if this season doesn't get to, uh, um, to their standards. So I'm going to take the Wolves minus 5.5 and, and the over 227.5 to hopefully start this 2021 2022 season out on the right foot. And then I like the Kings. Uh, I have zero stats to back this up, B-Russ, but I'm pretty sure the Sacramento Kings are like the best preseason team of all time. I don't care the sport. I don't care if it's men's or women's. I don't care what it is. The Kings just seem to play very well in the preseason. Again, no stats to back this up. So no idea if it's going to translate to the regular season, but I'm take the Kings here on Wednesday on the road, plus five and a half against a trailblazers team that kind of lost a little bit uh, in the offseason, obviously Dame back, but they did lose a few pieces. So I'm gonna take the Kings here plus five and a half. B Russ, I said I had a trivia question for you. Um, the Kings, the Sacramento Kings used to be nicknamed one of these four names: the Royals, the Red Hawks, the Chargers, or the Anteaters. Which one out of Royals. fuck? All right, that was too easy. I think that did you know that, or or my other three answers is way out of left field. No, I knew that. Okay. Sounds good. In 1972-73, the Cincy Royals became the KC Omaha Kings. And in 84-85, the Kings moved out of Kansas City and went to Sacramento. So again, B-Russ is all about the trivia. I had to give him some trivia 
uh, for the start of the NBA season. So there we go. B Russ, one for one on NBA trivia. Gotta love it. <laughs> awesome. Let's keep it on a roll. Let's keep it on a roll. Indeed. Let's hope for some more plus 11 unit days for B Russ. Almost, almost a nine and O day. You ever been undefeated, B Russ, uh, on a betting day? I don't think so. No? Okay. Close. You, you were close. You were close. Oh, and, and there we get the dog. All right. So, uh, must be, that means it must be getting close to the end of the episode. B-Russ, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I mean, now that hockey's back, NBA's back, let's roll. Yep. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about hockey on next episode. A uh, little show announcement here. We will not have a Friday show, B-Russ, uh, because of the wedding. I'm getting married on Saturday, uh, believe it or not. Uh, all the listeners out there are probably like, there's no way this dude can find a woman. Uh, found one. Might not be bright of her, but uh, we're getting married on Saturday. So here we go. Uh, so we won't have an episode on Friday, but we will be back hopefully on Monday, depending if I, you know, go across the seas or something for a little honeymoon. We'll see. So yes. we'll keep the people updated. I will and- run the show. You don't, don't even worry about it. I'll get somebody on. We'll, okay. I'll run the show. All right. I love it. B-Russ going to run the show. Enjoy your honeymoon. All right. I I love it. So B-Russ will have a guest there for Monday's episode and uh, that'll be fire. So again, check us out, of course, at Cody Cappers on Twitter. Follow B-Russ on Twitter at B-Russ35. Follow myself at Cody Capper Pace. We got blogs dropping by two gentlemen uh, pretty much daily. Of course, DG Betts, one of our new guys. And of course, Dan, the man, uh, the computer rankings guy. He he is also slinging some blogs. www.codasportscappers.com dot com b russ thanks as always and uh excited to listen to the show next monday (laughs) yes sir all right good luck to everybody on their bets and uh, we'll see everyone next time peace see you